0: The 13th floor. floor, floor.
1: The 13th floor, floor. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. This week I have the opportunity to sit with uh the real moderator, B. Jones. Yes, sir. We're going to put him on the other side of the microphone this week. We don't always get an opportunity to do that because he's always holding the pandemonium and the foolery together. Trying to, anyway. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. You do a great job, but we'll get into that, man. How you doing, man?
0: I'm good, man. A little tired, but I'm still energized, enthused, ready to go, man. How about yourself?
1: Listen, man, I'm good, man. You know, I'm an hour behind you, so I always got a little bit more than everybody else at this point now. I know, man. It was earlier for me, so, but uh, I definitely appreciate the opportunity, man, to be on this other side. And how you feel about it, man? You excited to be on the other side?
0: I don't know, man. It's always exciting, but a little anxious, only because it's you asking the question. So I have no idea what I'm gonna get. <laughs>
1: uh man listen i know how that is man don't worry man we'll, we'll be fine you're gonna do fine you can get an opportunity to do a lot more to talk in which you don't always get to do so man we won't we won't hold the people up let's get to it what you so, got man so since we started this thing almost two years ago now you go through a lot of personal transition in your life and i really want the audience to get a chance to get to know you other than you being the moderator um and i think they know you uh you live with your fiance. They know all that good stuff, kids, but they don't really know much more about you. So let's talk about some of the transition in the 2 years that we've been doing this. We started out you were doing your MBA, right? You finished that. Yeah. You went from your MBA to project management certification, got right. that. So right. talk us through a little bit of that transition and bring us up to where you are now.
0: So finishing the MBA was a personal goal. Um, I always knew I wanted to get that higher level, of de- higher level degree, um, but I never knew what I would do with it. And so I had some ideas. Like at one point it was a food truck and I was like dead set on getting that thing set up. <laughs> and it was for someone else who I knew was amazing, uh, an amazing cook. Wasn't even in Maryland. So I'm like, all right, I must get that off the ground. But then you start working on the business, putting stuff together and then see, huh!" this might not be the best person to go into business with. So I had to shelf that.
1: Um, But then I got a little. And it seemed like the food truck opportunity like came and went really quick. Oh yeah. (laughs) I found
0: out really quickly because when you get into starting to establish a business and I started doing the research and you learn the work that's Mm -hmm. actually required when you don't have the right pieces or the right people to do that work, it's a you got to make a, a, a quick decision. Like, is, is it worth my time or not? And at that point, I was like, nah, I, I have to devote my time elsewhere. Plus, I like I said, I just finished the NBA, so I get a little bit of freedom back. Right. Um, and then we had Nia at the time, and she needed a lot of attention. And then this is in probably Chris's first or maybe end of first going into her second year of meds, uh, dental school. So it was just a lot of things that my time was required for. So I just couldn't really devote it to that.
1: Mm-hmm okay okay but
0: then you talk about the project management side of it so there was a point where all right i got my mba i'm already working in this corporation so i'm a little complacent i'm thinking i'm just going to groove and climb that ladder and you know get to the money that i think i should be deserving but then that itself becomes less appealing um the the space that i was having to operate in became a lot more constricting um, and then you start to feel like you're not really utilizing your talents to the best of your ability. And so that's what the project management thing came into. And it was a bug that was put into my head by my lady sister. Um, and we just kind of took it and went from there. But even that was a process, you know, trying to get up the motivation to continuously study. Like I didn't, I don't think I got serious about it until maybe two or three months right before I took the test. So.
1: Right. And, and, you hit on something that was, that was key. And it's kind of how you and I connected. Right. So obviously look, we both went to university It was during different times. I knew of you, but didn't right. know you personally. Right. Um, and it ends up you transitioned to Maryland and here I am looking and I'm like, man, this guy has so much talent and stuff that he could be doing. And I knew that you would quickly outgrow the capacity in which you came to me under. Right. Um, so really, and truly like what made you finally decide that you were going to maximize the gifts that you had and, and, and extend yourself?
0: Um, it was, it was the people I were, I was around at the time. So it was a little bit of you and me seeing your potential um, just from you as an employer and what you would feed us from your speaking, just as a as our our boss, but it was also the push from Chris because I had never been someone who I had never considered myself mediocre, and I had always strived to attain things that were greater, you know, than myself. Um, so with her, you know, it's like she's not gonna just let me settle into this regular existence. You know, she knows my capability. She sees me when I'm focused and I'm really trying to make some things happen. And I've always tried to make things big, you know, do it on a large scale from college on up. So her kind of supporting me and being aggressive in the way that she pushed me, pushed me to, you know, achieve greater levels of success and to challenge myself. And then when it, the opportunity, well, when I saw the opportunity to get on, with you to kind of help create the things with phleology and the Thirteenth Floor, I just wanted to to help someone. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to give of myself in that capacity. So um, when it presented itself, and I just hey, let me see what I can do. I have this knowledge, and I, I'm ready to go. Let me put my efforts and energy towards something that I really care about instead of this nine to five.
1: Right, and and, and that's beautiful, man. And and even just in talking about the support system from your significant other your your fiance and, and and chris pushing you uh yet she's in dentistry school but still has the presence of mind to okay i'm doing this thing for me but i need to pour into brett as well right yeah. i mean that's just like that's just a beautiful thing and when i talk about looking at the both of you and how you guys are developing it's like it's black excellence in the making. Right. Because there's just so many things that, that you guys do, you know, you've got, um, man what's the term you've got, you know, she's got a daughter, you've got a son. What do you call it? Um, what you call it? co-parenting of, parenting, the thing, not co-parenting. There's some type of family that you call it. Oh, um, the, mixed, the blended family. The blended the family. family. Yeah. Right. And, and to see that neither one of you really treats it like a blended family. If If you see all of you together, you don't think that, okay, um, Kellen's not hers, Nia's not yours, it's 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 just one family. And it's, uh, and it's just I amazing mean, to watch it.
0: Yeah, if you knew the story like behind that, you know, it's, it's so much, but that itself is just a testament to the amazing person that she is because we weren't together when Kellen, you know, came about, but to see that we weren't together when Nia came about. So just those two stories and, it's just a true testament to what friendship really does, because that's the only reason we really are where we are today. It's just an amazing it was an amazing journey, man. I couldn't have done any of this. And I think she would say the same thing. You know, we just we've been so beneficial to each other throughout mm. you know, our lives and our time together.
1: Yeah. And, and. Did you see that coming in the beginning?
0: In the beginning, so you talking about like, maybe, like, first time meeting Chris? Or are you talking about,
1: like, when we first, like, officially got together? No, nah, once you guys officially got together. And, I mean, we're going down the road. I didn't intend to go, but but we're here, so. <laughs> um, You know, I always knew. I will say that when I
0: first met her, I knew she was special. And even some time after we were in that talking to phase, I knew that she had the potential to kind of be the one. Now, I didn't know that when we finally got together that we would go through some of the things that we went through to build what we have now. Um, But I think that because we are who we are and we were who we were in the relationship, um, it's not that surprising because of the strength and dedication we both had to each other, and again, going back to that friendship, man, I can't speak enough about it It's it's so- it's so important
1: that's dope man that's really dope um i'm gonna save you from going down this this hallmark uh road this uh life <laughs> lifetime show that we're doing right here man let's let's get into some of the other stuff man so you, so you got into project management um right. you switch careers yes right and and it's actually your your second career change right maybe third um and 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 that's been good for you right uh you you from what i hear you talking about uh you definitely have a leadership role right uh, where you get to practice a lot of the things that we talked about early on right and continue to develop so how is that panning out for you do you feel now that you're actually getting a little bit closer to maximizing your potential?
0: Absolutely. Um, it's, still a, it's still difficult because there are some things that I think about and actively work on, um, just like little character flaws, so to speak, that I see
1: them- Challenges, be, challenges. challenges, let's call them yeah, challenges. challenges.
0: Yeah, some challenges that I, I continuously have to work on, but it's just been amazing coming in to the, this opportunity with this company because it wasn't just about the project management. So it wasn't just about coming in and making the bottom line grow. I have an opportunity to help transform a business and help transform a culture of a business. Some of the same things that you poured in to me while I was at CarMax and to our team. Um, and then I have an tra- opportunity to grow in to this CEO role over time. So there are so many conferences and networking events and things and people that I'm being exposed to or I have access to now that I just didn't have before. And so it trains you to think in a completely different way. And I think that's the same way that you had with me before, um, training me to think, you know, next level. So, you know, now that I'm at the next level, it's the level beyond that that is pushing me towards. And it's just, it's an amazing ride. Now the hours are long and, you know, the job can be very cumbersome sometimes, but because it's something that I enjoy doing the majority of the time, you know, there are the challenges with people and things that just don't go well. You know, Newton's law, Murphy's mm-hmm. law, I'm sorry, but it's still, a, it's still fun. You know, we, I try to find the fun in it and, you know, my interactions make the day worthwhile most of the time.
1: Yeah. And I think, what you just hit on is, is key because not only did you make a decision for yourself, but in looking for who you would work for, you went and found a company that you didn't mind contributing to their growth. So there's a mutualism there. Right. And it, it makes it that much better, uh, every day when you wake up and when you're doing those long hours, because you know, there's a mutual benefit. And I think a lot of times in some of these bigger corporations, that that mutual benefit goes away because you just become a number.
0: Right. Right. And people don't, well, I guess it gets lost in those larger corporations, man, because now I have an opportunity, like there's trust here. I know that, you know, they have my back and I have their back. We have a genuine interest. I know that as the company does well, I do well, you know, versus these larger big box corporations where when the company did well, the company did well. And if I got my little, you know, certificate for a Turkey at the end of the year, then I should, you know, be happy or whatever the case. Right.
1: You got your, your 3% increase.
0: Right. You know, um, right. And then that's another thing, the project management thing. Uh, it brought me, you know, that, that, that increase, it was a uh, tenfold <laughs> when you, when, when
1: you look at it. So um, it, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, exactly, man. I, listen, I, I can't tell you, man, how proud I am of just your growth and the trajectory that you're on. Because I think we've only just begun. And uh, if it's all right with you, man, I want to talk about one of your projects, um, allowed, which is a space that a lot of people, once we talk about what it actually is, a lot of people talked about getting into it, and now mm-hmm. is the time to do it. Uh-huh. And then you looked around and nobody moved. Right. Whereas you and Chris got together and even in the midst of career change, Mm
0: -hmm. kids,
1: Mm -hmm. uh, dentistry school,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you guys are moving. So talk about the cannabis industry and just give us a high level overview without giving out proprietary information um, as far as where you guys are going. So the cannabis industry
0: is is crazy right now, man. Anybody who who follows it knows that the tra- trajectory is on a it's on a rocket ship right now, and up until the point where they either one make cannabis a schedule take it off the schedule one drug list, um, or these big corporations get super in, enthralled in the business, there's still going to be room for the everyday person like myself. Now, um, as far as we're concerned you know with the loud because of what we're trying to do with it we got to kind of shelf that but we are working on other things here in Maryland uh, because they've opened up a new round of licenses for growers processors and dispensaries um I'm, I'm sorry not dispensaries growers and processors mm-hmm. so we're working on that to try to to get into that space that way um, and the way we see it, you know, as minorities, it, it only makes sense for us to be able to legally act in a field that has caused us so much turmoil in the past. And then with that, we can make a lot of change for the future right, with our activism and outreach. So that's really what we're trying to do with it. Um, it is a journey. Um, the time is now and it's crazy because we were talking about this probably about two years ago and it was just a random idea. I don't know if Chris or I had it but to, to get into this cannabis industry. And now that we're here, opportunities and people are showing up you know, left and right. And so we find ourselves in the most perfect space to really make some things happen.
1: Yeah, and we always try to get away from the cliches on the podcast, but you guys took the first step. And as you said, all of a sudden, people just started showing up and opportunities started showing up. And there's these events you go to and there's these learning platforms that you all take advantage of. So that's not necessarily true because we took the first steps a year
0: ago mm-hmm. and we very naive and wasted a lot of money <laughs> and a lot of time because we didn't really know what we were doing. We just had an idea. We were young. We was like, we're going to be this entrepreneur, couple, power couple, Jay-Z, Beyonce-esque, and we're going to make it happen. And we just jumped out there and made a lot of unnecessary mistakes. Mm. Um and then, you know, because of that, we got away from it and we had to refocus on family and her dental school and stuff. Um, and then when we got, I guess, some time passed and this new round of licenses open and everything, then when I got this new job and our school slowed down, that's when everything started to kind of come together. Um, so we stayed semi-persistent. And because of that, I think that's why we were introduced to some of the people we were introduced to. We started seeing these networking events and then everything kind of springboarded from there. So it's still a lesson to be learned as when you're going to jump out in the
1: water, make sure you got your life, uh, life preserver. You said something that I want to go back and, and for the audience sake more so, cause I know, you know, you said unnecessary mistakes. And I don't know if there's such a thing as an unnecessary mistake, right? An unnecessary mistake only happens if you had the knowledge forehand, right? right? Right. If if you didn't have the knowledge before, then it wasn't unnecessary. It was a necessary mistake in order for you to line up to get the in, to get the knowledge that you need.
0: And so uh, it, that's very true. I think that, you know, mistakes are the perfect way to learn, right? But then being a project manager and knowing the uh the value of planning and research, um, you know, some of this stuff was our just our, our enthusiasm kind of threw us out here. So, you know, going to register a business in a city for, no, you know, just to have it because we think that that's what we're about to do. You know, we didn't even, we don't have a business plan. We don't know how we're going to make this happen. We haven't consulted with any type of lawyer. So these are the types of things that you kind of want to do before you make those, I guess, permanent, you know, financial decisions, in my opinion. You know, you want to have those consultations and have some a lot, a lot more lined up and drummed up as far as what we had after that. You know, mm-hmm. then we had our mission and stuff set up. We we had our branding and idea of how we wanted the business to run set up, and then we started making more um, intentional moves that way.
1: No, and and that makes sense, but I think a lot of times people get into something that they don't know about, and it's in a startup phase. Mm -hmm. And I think they expect to get the results of an established industry or an established company. (laughs) And you can't do that when you're, you're one you're getting into an industry that's not clearly defined and you're a startup. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be some, why do we do that? Mm -hmm. Right? Like even if we look at the podcast and that's a great transition, there's a lot of things that we did in the beginning that was like, well, why did we do that? Why did we just go buy this equipment that we're not going to use? Right, right. What, well, what? Well, why did we sit there and almost write a script for the whole show?
0: <laughs> some <laughs> of the worst ideas ever.
1: <laughs> right. So there were some of the worst ideas ever. But when you look at where we are now, and you listen to other podcasts, and you you kind of laugh to yourself, like, man, listen to the quality of that show, or wow, we know what that sound is in the background. We know how they can get rid of that. Mm -hmm. There's so many things, right? And we have something we're working on that we can't necessarily reveal to anybody as of yet. But in working on this thing that we hope to announce to folks later on, um, we realized how far we've come as a podcast because there were things that were certain criteria and whatnot that were required that we checked every single box.
0: You know what? And I think that's a true testament to what you were saying before about the necessary mistakes or unnecessary mistakes. I think we had to go through all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, because even though we were doing things and operating in our own fashion, and some of it against the advice of some of our closest friends and family, we had to make those mistakes to be able to learn from them. We had to know that, hey, we don't need this piece of equipment or we don't need to fully set up this show. You know, we need to this is our formula, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to, we had to learn, we didn't have to talk for an hour and a half to get a message across, basically. Now we much more (laughs) concise in what we do. So, um, yeah, I mean, absolutely getting out there and doing it our way, I'm appreciative of it uh, because we wouldn't have learned any other way, you know, and to have stuff given to you and it being easy, um, you know, it, it doesn't set you up for the challenging part of the process
1: and look so so we talked about aloud um and we know that's that's developing right i, right. I just want to make sure that the audience re- recognizes that not only are you the podcast moderator not only do you have a full-time job not only you're a full-time parent not only you're a full-time fiance but there's other entrepreneurial endeavors that you're working on and we only talked about one um and for the sake of time we'll, we'll leave it at that one but in the meantime we still have this platform that you're really the, the curator of, right? Uh, and it it was your idea, and when when you had the spark, you didn't know I was going to throw lighter fluid on it, right? And, and fan <laughs> it, <laughs> right? And, and you you and out, BJ. <laughs> you just found out in episode ninety five that there was a conspiracy going on to get you into the business position that you're in. You see, this in America. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but what's really funny is that the, as the podcast has grown, I feel like it's just a symbol of the growth of the group. Mm-hmm. And it was the one thing that we held on to that I said, hey, that's the one thing that we have going consistently and it's established. So we need to keep going. But from your perspective, uh, two questions. One did you ever feel like you weren't good enough or you shouldn't be the moderator of the show? All the time. Um,
0: Especially early on because I didn't understand what it required. I didn't understand what it took. I had never listened to podcasts. Um, I was never the most outspoken person, never stood up in front of the people, anybody to talk. So, you know, it's easy to get in front of you guys and talk now. But, you know, then, like, I was always like, man, Fresh may as well do this because he's way more energetic. He's way more funny. You know, people will love him, you know. Or Carol, he's so much more intelligent. He has these witty responses, and he can think outside of the box. You know, I'm, I'm just not that kind. I'm, I'm not that guy. I need, you know, structure and, you know, these things to be successful. But as we did it more, as you guys challenged me more, and as I actually started working in the podcast um that's what got me to the point where we'll get on and we can talk about anything now granted it might not be the best show ever but it'll flow in some sort of capacity and i don't feel too nervous about getting on and and having a loosely structured you know show to run with so um i definitely dealt with that early on but the the confidence grew as the podcast grew and as our support grew and as we started seeing these likes and started seeing the followers and the comments and things grow. Um,
1: and then just that constant push from, from you all. Mm-hmm. At, at what point did you know that we really had something? Uh, at what point
0: did I know we really had something? Um. <laughs> I knew we really had something for the first time when, and I hate to say it, but Chris, she used to always talk about how long the podcasts were. You know, how it was too long. We would take too long in the beginning to get into the show. We wasting too much time or whatever. When she actually listened to one, and I I can't remember exactly which episode it was, but she gave me like the extreme kudos pat on the back. Now this is somebody who used to really tear the podcast apart because she supported, she wanted to see it be great. And so that was the first time when she actually gave us congratulations on like a very good show. And it was early on, like around like 34 or 35 or something. But then we had your show. Um, The K is a diversity and inclusion coach. Mm -hmm. And it was us that shot up the numbers to you know 100 episodes 100 listens within a matter of days when that happened i was like okay now i know we're on to something because people are listening and it's not a guest interaction or a guest pushing the show it's our content our words you know our perspective our views Mm -hmm. that are driving this right here um and we've had several shows since then where we've gotten that listener feedback from you know our random listeners like a Christina I've seen uh comments on iTunes so those are the things that make you feel like you have an impact because we can put this show out and you know I I follow the uh, the listens and you know the the iTunes stats and everything else and I'll see it go up and down dipping down so I know what we need to do more of to be better and what we need to do less of to be better But once you start getting those, getting that feedback back from the randoms, from the people who you've told about your podcast that you work with, but didn't really think that they were going to listen. And they walk up to you and say, hey, I really like that show. That's when I knew we were reaching people. And then I guess we can't really talk about it, but I knew again, I got that feeling again last weekend when I Mm -hmm. listened to the, the intro, not the intro, the preview reel that we created. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to that preview reel, because that was the biggest challenge for us, right? How we do, how do we fit this show into a two minute preview for somebody to 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 say, hey, this is a yeah or nay, right? And we did it, and we did it, you know, under time constraints. But it was an amazing effort from the team, and it sound amazing. So all of those little instances, you know, are what keep me going. It's like, you know, this is something that's going to be great and it's going to be great for a very long time.
1: Yeah. So this is episode 96 and really quickly, we'll be at a hundred. And the biggest thing that I think you get tasked with every single week <laughs> is managing these multiple personalities because listen, there's seven of us mm-hmm. and there is there aren't two of us that are alike we're nah. all very different so how do you manage through all the different personalities and and get that into a 45 minute to an hour show and still give everybody their opportunity to shine which i you think gotta, is the hardest thing
0: that's the hardest thing because it's like playing it's like playing quarterback or being a point guard you know um you got to know your team you got to know who's capable of what put people in the best position to be successful. Uh, And that just goes throughout life. So when I'm with you guys, you know, I know that I can start a conversation and I know when K is going to take it and throw the twist into it. Right. I know with certain types of conversations, I'm going to get that old man wisdom from a BJ and a Mike D. Right. And I know if I need to add a little bit of levity to the show from an, uh, I guess unorthodox perspective that's what we got fresh and then Jay is gonna give me that young man you know that I hate to say like naive perspective because it's not necessarily naive it's just a little less experienced than it's you know pure, us
1: that that pure
0: perspective yeah it's like you know it's untainted we, yeah untainted is a better word than green you know what I'm saying? So it's that, you know, that he brings that youthful curiosity, you know, because he doesn't have the same experiences. So we know – you know, I kind of know who's good for what. And so, you know, it's like Chris Paul running down the court and knowing how to get to James Harden or whoever, you know, on, on the basketball court. You just got to know your team.
1: Yeah, and then you got Faison that just out the blue just <laughs> comes in and swats something and it's – it's He's a- always
0: the X Factor.
1: He's always an X factor. You, 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 never, never, know. Know him, you never
0: know what you're going to get from him. You never
1: know what you're going to get.
0: He might be quiet for 45 minutes. He might jump in there and be going for like 10 or 15 just because it's something that excites him, especially if it has to do with any type of social
1: action or anything. Right. Exactly. And it, again, you're, you're absolutely right. I remember in the early beginnings, we'd be struggling to get people to talk. Yes. Uh, yourself included. Yes. And 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 what's really interesting is if you go back, uh people are listening and you listen to the first the first introductions we did where we were basically talking about our lives, we struggle to talk about our lives. And if you've listened to the last five episodes, I think it is, guys are talking for now forty to forty-five minutes. Easy. Just Easy. about the last two years. Right easy and we're having to cut stuff and, and hold stuff back because just so much growth has happened and it's just amazing. I mean, through the podcast, we, we've had other ventures we've been working on that we've been getting involved with. But again, in my opinion, it is that catalyst that kicked it all off of man, look what happens when we stay consistent. Right. And we just continue to okay. Let's just keep hammering it. Let's just let's just keep sharpening this thing and polishing it, and right. see where we can go. And again, props to you because you're the one that came up with the idea. Uh, and and it's just so it's so key and just so relevant for other people because you never know who that great idea is going to come from you know. and what it's going to turn into if you're not. let's put you in in the workspace. You're not the person or you weren't the person that people were turning to, to find out what's your idea.
0: No. And I'm not the first person to be so forthcoming with any ideas to begin with. So, you know, it's just amazing, man. That whole catalytic process, man. Uh, It's just
1: been amazing. That's what, that's what's up, man. That is definitely what's up. So, okay. This is episode 96. We're going to 100. Right, really quickly, and then as Jay said, there'll be two hundred, three hundred, who knows wh- where we're gonna go. But I, for you, what is your biggest learning in that hundred episodes, and it's almost hundred episodes? Biggest learning? What do you mean? Big- what What would be the biggest thing out of the out of the almost hundred episodes that mm. you think has made an impact on your life?
0: Um. Honestly, and this is probably the one of one of the things I'm most thankful of with the podcast is the research because each and every week you know especially if we have any type of guest interaction um you know I have to you know I have to do the research on a guest or if it's a particular topic that's just us, but it's um we we have to be knowledgeable of it without the podcast i can't say that i would have been exposed to so many different things because i'm not the biggest on social media so i might not necessarily know all of what's going on i rely on you guys for that a lot but being able to do the work and do the research and be an avid learner you know of life and things that impact us you know i mean us as minority males i mean us as a minority i mean us as black people um That's probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from the podcast and been most appreciative of is that that constant being able to add to myself and add value to myself. Easy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I must say that all the time. But those of you who listen to the podcast, (laughs) you, you would know that I just stole his his word, his term. All right. I got one more question for you, man, before we close this thing out if you had to name your top two moments in the podcast or your top two fondest memories of it thus far, what would it be? Um,
0: the first one would be the episode. I think we were on the watermelon chicken and beer. Cause I thought that was an amazing conversation. Um, it was an amazing episode that we ended up editing, you know, several um insensitive uh statements out of the podcast and that was just hilarious within itself and reactions um so that was one another one uh it would have to have been well somebody already used that. I can't use when we we all came down in St. Augustine. Somebody already talked about that. That's I fine. I
1: might use it, man. You going to have a different perspective.
0: Well, for that I, it just felt good being in the room, man, because, you know, we're all remote. So it's it's like I hate it because I know that if we were all in the same space, there would be a, a next level of interaction and thrust for all of our endeavors. So when we mm-hmm. are in that same space and we're able to create and build, um, And we built in so many different ways that weekend. like so many relationships were solidified, you know, from the peach butter, that is a constant topic of conversation to just kicking it (laughs) at the crib, man, Um, at your crib, you know, Um, throwing some meat on the grill, you know, just doing what the guys do, having great conversation, and then, you know, just just hanging out. Mm -hmm. That, for me, is really what life is all about, man. Um, You know, those relationships and those moments, because, you know, you work, all, you you work hard, you have a family to tend to, you may have whatever side businesses, but how much time do you really get to spend with with friends? You know, how much time do you really get to to build outside of all that, especially when you're a successful like entrepreneur, CEO, or just trying to build your own business? So those moments mean a hell of a lot to me because you don't you don't know when you're gonna get them, especially with us being so spread out.
1: Right. And, and, man, don't forget the photo shoot, which there was so much comedy <laughs> in the photo shoot. When
0: Mike D. jumped off of that damn ledge and hit the ground rolling. Rolling. Oh, right. I, mean, I got to find that picture. I know we posted it on uh, uh Instagram a while ago. I got to find that picture and send it send it to him again. It's like, what were you thinking? Well, yeah, what were you thinking? <laughs> like
1: That was hilarious. Yeah. Man. Good, man. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to let you uh, close out the show. But before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you this is episode number 96. And you definitely want to tune in uh, for the next episodes. Uh, we promise we got something really special for you for number 100. But keep listening for the build up to that. Um, if you enjoy what you heard today, please leave a comment. You can also catch us on Vimeo, YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, IG. Uh, iTunes, Google Play. Did I miss any?
0: Spotify.
1: Spotify.
0: Stitcher, all those podcasts. Yep, Stitcher. We got
1: to figure out how to get on to title. Uh, We're we're all title subscribers. We got to figure out how to get on there. Um, And listen, man, if you guys have topics that you want to hear us talk about, it's not often you're going to get seven intellectual successful black males or one podcast or some combination thereof of us um, Mm -hmm. and get our, and get our opinion and our viewpoint. So we definitely want to hear from more of the, uh, the people out there, Mia shout out to Mia uh, who dropped us. I think our, our latest review on iTunes and um, man, just keep letting us know that you like what we're doing. um, Even though we're going to keep going anyway, because (laughs) (laughs) it's not that we don't care we just know that we have a responsibility and we're going to take care of that responsibility.
0: Absolutely. So now
1: this is probably going to be the best part for me because he does it to me every single week <laughs> where he'll ask me stuff or I'll say stuff during the podcast. And by the end, I'm just out. I don't have anything left. And then he's like, coach K closes out.
0: It's so easy. You know, so what you
1: know, I-
0: I say it's just so easy to just throw it out there because I know I'm going to get something back that's amazing, you know?
1: Well, I'm looking forward to getting something back amazing (laughs) today. No pressure. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, go ahead and close us out.
0: Oh, man, close us out. So if you listen to this podcast, man, you got a glimpse of what it is to be B. Jones and, I mean, Brett Jones on a a regular. Um, But if I had to leave the listener with any one message, I would say to – be intentional about your energy that you exude into the world and understand that that same energy is going to dictate the opportunities that you're going to receive Um, and when those opportunities do present themselves take advantage no matter what the cost take advantage when you feel like this is not you don't feel like going to this event or you're a little too tired to stay up that extra 30 minutes to get whatever work done that means that that is the event that you're supposed to go to, or that is the piece of work that you are supposed to handle. So be intentional with your energy and take advantage of opportunities. And I promise you'll get to where you're trying to be.
1: Mm, there it is. That's our show. Ladies and gentlemen, that boy said exude, he's using big words on you guys. That's project management professional over there.
0: CEO. Be In training, baby. Hey, that's with me, K. I'm gonna get you there. What's up? <laughs>
1: nice hey thank you for joining us ladies and gentlemen you've been here live with us on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best but the views are amazing we out of here baby the 13th floor
0: floor. the 13th floor, floor